Hey everybody, I'm Grant. And I'm Eric, and you're listening to the Quacking Ducks Podcast, where each week we take a turn uh, picking a piece of media we like and making the other person watch it, and then we talk about it. Grant, what did we talk about today? Today, we talked about Alfred Hitchcock's movie, Rear Window. Continuing on, this is our second episode, and we're we've traded off. Now I am the master. Uh, I what? <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to make a loose dot connect to Star Wars, but I I thought of that idea way too late. Uh, gotcha. But uh, it also yeah. doesn't make sense because it doesn't alternate. That's well. <laughs> I, I, I now want to make a fan theory where I pretend that it does. Uh, <laughs> um, so I had you pick from a selection. Yeah, uh, you gave me a list of the saddest movies you've ever seen. No, and asked no. me to pick one to talk about. I have a list uh, of my collection of movies, and I have many different. Categorize, categorize, fucking a, Jesus. <laughs> Are you drunk? I, I feel like it. Uh, I have very, I have different ways of segmenting them and separating them out. I'm not going to say the word. Uh, one of the kind of like tags that I've put on is. I really want to see how many synonyms you come up with for categories <laughs> you come up with this episode. Uh, is near perfect movies. Uh, now these are all just my opinion of. Mm-hmm. Movies that I really, really, really fucking dig, and there's not, there's almost nothing I would change about them, um, which is a limited, limited few, uh, and obviously a lot of the stuff that we like to do is to watch stuff and think about what we would do, or maybe how it could have done something better, or just you know, kind of try to constructively. Mm-hmm critique it in order to kind of figure out it's an exercise to you know figure out how yeah. we can be better storytellers essentially um so this group is really good for that exercise because it's really hard to pick apart a lot of these movies in my opinion um, so you yeah in your opinion <laughs> so uh i sent a bunch and eric chose rear window mm-hmm. so uh, we watched Rear Window, Alfred mm-hmm. Hitchcock's Rear Window from 1954. So I obviously have seen this a lot before, but I, you, you had not seen it or just had not seen it in a while? Uh, I had not seen it. I have seen the Treehouse of Horror version of it. <laughs> sure, sure. And I had seen the Shia LaBeouf remake version Disturbia. of it. Yeah. yeah. I had not seen Which the original. It wasn't horrible, honestly. Disturbia wasn't. It's much more horror based, but, yeah. you know, like. It's much more what people think Rear Window is versus what it actually is. Right. Now right. having seen it. Right. Um, so, 
I'm interested. I, I, uh, I, I, going back for me, I was like, man, it's been a couple years. Yep. And I was a little nervous because it's a movie from 1954. And, oh boy, is it? Uh, and I was curious to see how that would go. Uh, what is your feeling watching it in 2019 uh, for the first time? Oh boy, is it a movie from the 1950s? Yeah. Uh, and also, I I like was getting into like into it. I was like, this feels like a Hitchcock movie in both the good and bad ways that that can be. And then I looked it up. I was like, oh, it is a Hitchcock movie, so that makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, honestly, so okay. So I have two kind of two kind of short thoughts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The first is. This is probably mostly because of like the the like the set design versus like filming on location aspect. Uh but it feels like this takes place in the same world as Hey Arnold. I know it's that it's that studio apartment that that one dude has. Yeah. That has windows that feel like Hey Arnold. Yeah, like I I get that it I think there so there's a clever aspect in it. Uh, where they talk about the the heat wave as a justification of why everyone's windows are open. Uh-huh. Um, but they don't talk about the fact that the heat wave has somehow also impaired everyone's brains so that they don't care that their windows and curtains are wide open while they do, like, whatever they're doing in their lives. To be fair, I'd say only, like... The what was the I'm trying to remember the name that they had. It was like Miss Midriff, Miss Torso. There's the one uh, ballerina mm-hmm. dancer who was like it was for sure. If I was changing this movie, first thing to change would be this ballerina character who is very much the ditzy blonde who like is like taking her top off, but just barely off camera, but it's like as as intense as a 1954 movie can mm-hmm. be without caring to make her too much of a real character. You know, like, like she's essentially yeah, a, a joke. It's a Hitchcock character. Like, like she's essentially he is, a joke. He, he, yeah, he's simultaneously really good at suspense and has really fucked up views about women. And yeah. both of those are in this movie. They are, but I would say, like, there is, for 1954, there is a surprising amount of, to me, going back at least, Mm -hmm. and like like I just was trying to remember everything, there's a surprising amount of agency given to... His yeah, his it's it's character. weird because like you know it's it, the same thing kind of happens in. This is all spoilers, by the way. If you haven't seen yeah, Miranda, just see Rio it's Rando. in a super old movie. We're gonna just do yeah, spoilers. Yeah. It's kind of like the same kind of thing, you ca- uh, or the same kind of weirdness happens with the birds, where like, and some of right. his other movies, where it's like you have like a super like like an arguably empowering depiction of a woman. Right for ninety percent of the movie, yeah. But then you either have like the the quote unquote protagonists being a douchebag over that course of time, sure. Or there's like a, a like, oh, uh, see, like she shouldn't have done that, or oh, she's been put in her place by the birds. 
So, like, it is still weird with this where the character works, but then you have the protagonist who feels very much like an author mouthpiece being very, like, upset about it. Or, like, just upset about various things. So, I get, I don't disagree. It's just one of those, like, I think it kind of depends on how you're the, like, what lens on the microscope you're using right, kind right. of determines uh, how yeah, positive totally. or negative the depictions are. I, I will are. say, like I said, I was going into this with a, like, actually, I'm kind of nervous that we picked this because mm-hmm. it's been a couple years and I don't really remember how it is. And going in with a very charitable mindset like that and with a very low bar, I was surprised at the percentage of time that she was a yeah, real I, I character his, who, who could argue back and could have yeah, you know, agency versus... I think his versus... other movies are worse at that stuff. Yeah, or age yeah. less well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I will say like my kind of like one-sentence review was it's like an hour and 40 minutes of really boring and then five minutes that are the best <laughs> five, like super fucking awesome. And then another it five minutes, builds. they're fucking awful. It just builds the suspense. <laughs> I don't know that it builds to suspense. It's too. It's I think it does. I, so okay, I I thought that it is a very like like pacing wise. This is an hour and fifty two minute movie. Yep. Uh, it's certainly if it was to be remade and not be Disturbia, you know, if it was, it would you know took the the route of, like, let's mm-hmm. make it a lot more action-packed and make it a lot more horror, you know, straight up or whatever. If it was to be more remade and keeping the kind of genre feel that it has, it would definitely be, like, an hour and 20 minutes mm-hmm. tops. Like, it, you know, it would be certainly a lot shorter. Um, that being said, I actually really like the amount of time that we're given with it. I think that they're... I think that we the the nice aspect of it that it captures is the the atmosphere of like you said being in a hot apartment and just mm-hmm. sitting in his cast all day and you kind of get to the point where you, I feel like what the thing that that really does is it it reminds you of the times when you might have had too much time on your hand mm-hmm. and you might have all of a sudden thought that like you know, if you're bored in class, maybe you're like, maybe my math teacher is a murderer. Like, or, you know, like, like you know, something, some bored, kind of slightly paranoid yeah. thought that you might have. Like, that's, it is a kind of a, a jump, and it's, in a lot of movies, I feel like it would just be like, oh, well, he's right, because obviously this thriller movie, but I think that this movie did a better job at kind of making you feel that boredom and feel that going through the, like, his thought process. And yeah, it, you know, but I got, and this is an age, uh, an age thing. Like because of seeing it only now and seeing it with my my adult brain in this context, the protagonist doesn't work, or he doesn't play as an audience surrogate for me. He plays as he plays as the person I'm trapped in the apartment with, <laughs> and he's so fucking insufferable that it's like I just want like. I I assumed he had to be wrong because 
his leaps in logic were so evident and i was like oh this will actually be a really good movie if it's like a commentary of like don't make like the moral of the story is don't come to these like jump conclusions like you you sure. only are seeing half the story like you're like assuming that i was like oh this will be worth it in the end when this guy is fucking proven wrong because he's being a jack he's both a jackass and also kind of an idiot in this whole process and then but then he's not wrong i was like oh okay well at least the like those lat that last like bit of the conflict is actually like really dramatic and handled super well because it's not uh, done like a slasher, right? But it's still a giant guy and he's still in a cast and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like, that's handled super well. And then the rest of the movie has those like there's the last five minutes and there's those weird fucking everyone sp- sped up while they're running. Oh yeah, I love it. Oh fuck, I hated that. I mean, I loved it because it was fucking stupid. But yeah, I it, mean, it, but I mean, that's a technological problem. Like that's no, it's not. You just don't film them walking from like the entire stretch of across the street. No, no, no. I, I mean, like, just don't do that. Like, I just mean, I just mean, like, I I filed it under like if that was today, right? They would mm-hmm. just be like. Let's take another shot at that and run instead of walk or something. But at the time that this movie came out, each studio is making like 300 movies a year and didn't have the time to do second shots. Like there's that's, multiple. That's fair. You know I mean, what I mean? That, like I mean, it's like, an, let's just go and like. That's we'll an assumption, but I think it's it's. I get where you're coming from, at least. Yeah, because there's a couple of things. There's a couple of like. Ma- I feel minor, like even then you could just do cuts of like. Up! Oh, this is the shot of them leaving, like leaving the, the old, the sure. other apartment. This is them getting to this one. I, my brain can fill in the blank with something There's that doesn't look like a weird fucking comedy movie. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I guess I give it leeway because I don't. I like I, I, I know that obviously there's a lot of like type of like this movie is probably made in like a ridiculously short amount of time, <laughs> but like I also don't know. Like when certain types of editing techniques were invented, yeah, you know what I mean. So it's kind of like, yeah, you know, I get what they're doing, and I, you know, like, yeah, it could it like, would be done I, better today? I would say that but, with like, like the like, green screen fall, like, yeah, that looks like shit. Yeah, but that's a top product of its time. The fast forward is so clearly added, like an <laughs> additive <laughs> process. That's like, just do like anything else. Just it, do any. It, like I don't imagine that they're that it's like so early in film development i can't believe they had color film but didn't understand not like to just cut point a like everything between point a and point b and just remove it instead of speeding it up it's goofy but it endeared it to me right you can love it as a dumb thing i i thought it was hilarious i'm not gonna be like oh yeah that was a good choice (laughs) no definitely not a good choice no uh yeah, I thought it was. It, it's an interesting thing going back because, like, the experience of seeing it is like it is interesting because I, I there are a lot of things I I, I thought were cool uh, that I, it took me a while to pick up on. So from that angle, like, okay. so from that angle, like the time to get there has value because you it allows you time to notice things. Uh-huh. Uh, like the idea that they used they used the idea that one of his neighbors was a pianist and a jazz musician 
to justify diegetic music throughout the yeah. movie. Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, also, ironically, I think he was the only one who just had normal windows and didn't have his <laughs> <laughs> didn't have his windows open all the time. Uh-huh. Uh, I think it was it was one of those things where, like, because of the sets and because of the some of the time stuff, it I could tell they were trying to do like a David Lynch esque, oh, secret lives of people that how they behave when they they're not in proper society, but then because of the sets and because of just some other wonkiness, it. it it still read like they were all cartoon characters in well, uh, episode that's of Hey Arnold. Because I feel like, I think maybe it is because I had seen it at a really young age, mm-hmm. at, like, and David Lynch saw it and copied it. But, like, you know, uh, to me, it felt. I was actually impressed at the level of. Um, like, certainly they, they are characters and they're very it, it's mostly the fact the, the but that ignorance to the the audience that makes it feel weird like their behavior for the most part is like oh i can believe these problems um and maybe some of these choices i would say the the couple like they sh- probably should have shown the couple sleeping outside on the fire escape prior to establishing that there was a heat wave going on because that was very confusing. Uh-huh. Uh, but, like, the behaviors and, the and like, the way those characters play out, that's believable. It's the fact that they seem indifferent or ignorant to the fact that they also chose to leave all their windows wide open earlier that morning. That's, that's the part that's just, like, like only because, like, me and, uh, me and Helen watch horror movies, like, all the time. And it's a thing we call out every time we see a horror movie where it's like, who keeps their blinds open, like, in a populated I, area? I think that's partially true and I think that, I think I think that that criticism varies per character. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no, no particular reason that, like, you know, the pianist or whatever should really give too much of a shit that his window is open. And I think, I, there's a couple things I'll say here. I think part of it is I actually one of the things that I like it. It is a bit of a conceit, mm. but that conceit allows for some really cool, an interesting. There's right. no there's a storytelling of all those characters is entirely done through voyeurism, which is the whole theme which is su- of the movie, it's a super which is really cool, cool mechanic. I just think the conceit is not sold. But, but I think also, I I wonder how much that is also driven by the fact that we live in 2019. I'm not saying that everybody pranced around in front of their windows in the 50s, but I I, I am in, I would be interested to see, like, know if there's a different feeling of community that made it closer to the conceit working. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, there's like a certain because like because like the woman yells about her dog and like we're supposed to be neighbors and shit like that or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, you know what? If that happened today, there's no assumption that they would be neighbors. It's kind of a like, what are you doing, letting your dog loose without, you yeah. know, like keeping an eye on? I, like, I thought like, you about know what that. I mean? and like, I, like I genuinely did try to think about like, does this make sense from a like time period angle? And it got to a point where I was like. 
it's just over the line of like believability, even from that perspective for me, where it's like, you know, because like you said, there's the characters that are like, there's a level of like modesty that you would presume to be overemphasized for that time period that's not really being respected. Or, or so like there, it, I, I, I think if anything, uh, my guess is if anything, it's the opposite for the time period. But because of that, it comes across as like shocking and alarming over just bizarre and surreal. Like if I saw the movie in the time it came out, I might not be like, that's fucking weird. No one would behave like that with their windows open. I might be like, oh my gosh, people are behaving like that with their windows open? Mm, you know? I think, Which yeah. I think would still reinforce the, the like, kind of the themes and moods that Hitchcock normally is going for. Um, yeah. So I think it would still, I think it would play better in the time that it was released, but I don't think it's because it's mirroring. I think it's because it's uh, like, fuck, I'm blanking on the word, but like, Doing the opposite, but yeah. in a way that see that is not to in a way that just feels like cart silly, you know. Mm-hmm. That would that would be my guess if I had to guess based off of my complete ignorance of any of the things related to this that we're talking mm-hmm. about. It is funny how like they like just the movie in such an odd window into what the life was like at that time was like, you have the ballerina, like, you know, very, like, prancing around and kind of like, like you know, dropping her bra and like picking it up or whatever. And then like, when you look into the killer's room, him and his wife have separate beds, you know, like, mm-hmm. and it's like, what the fuck? Like, I get, you know, I don't know, you know, if that was specifically mandated or anything, because you obviously have the other couple that are sleeping on a mattress on the fire escape, but still, it's just, like, an odd... Yeah, and then you, you know, have the newlyweds uh, that actually, like, fucking stay in a room with blinds closed. Right. <laughs> like, you know, sane people. Uh, well, they're also just non-stop going at it. So. Right. But, <laughs> either way, uh... But no, it, and that kind of goes back, like, the, the thing with the, the the murderer couple goes back to my hope watching this that he was going to be proven wrong and that he wasn't a killer. Because, like, the, the thing that makes me, th- like, draw the connection in my brain is the whole separate beds thing, I think, was evidence to actually support that she was really sick. And that's why they had to have separate beds, I think. Mm-hmm. But I also, she was but maybe not because she seemed to like. Right, put like it that's on. the thing. There's so many things that don't add up if he's right. They actually, all these details make more sense if he was making assumptions and she was just le- like, they were separating. Well, I think they were separating, and right, like, but, then, but like he killed her. But why though? Because it like even that. The motive doesn't make sense in that context because the, the perception I had was that she he was perceiving her as a burden, right. and either she was going to move out 
and like live in the country where the air is fresher and that helps sick people because that was a thing old people believed. Uh, or he killed her. But like, also, who picked up her boxes from the fucking post office? Like, sure, we don't know a lot of like they, the they make it other seem side like, of like who's calling and right because like, they all like their correctness about him being a murderer hinges on him being like a criminal mastermind, and then they're right, but also he's like an idiot and just kind of gives and is like kind of gives up the whole thing immediately. It, I don't know that part felt weird because, and no, this is also the mastermind's a bit strong. No, well, I just he mean like some shit. <laughs> but then they like, cause wasn't it like, oh, he was seen leaving with a woman at this time, but we don't, but there's no proof that the woman was his wife. It's like, okay, so then he either got his mistress to pretend to be the wife while they. No, that's not that mastermindy. No, but it's still a level that is like, who is that character? That like, there's there's a lot of. For them to be right, there's actually more loose threads than if they were wrong. Yeah, is what I yeah. mean. Yeah, which I sure. don't. We don't. We don't get a lot of the answers to a lot of that stuff. We're only right. We're trapped, we're trapped in their perspective. Right, but I, I think that to me that just reinforces that them being wrong makes more sense with what is established overall. Well, I think uh, that's kind of the interesting aspect of the film, right? Like the. the I think like, it would have been. They if, could be wrong. Absolutely, they right. could be wrong, and that's and like they're kind of the only reason that like they think that he did it was that he he's been having cabin fever stuck right. in a cast and that, like he's a little paranoid and the happen. whole story is kind of like hey you know those paranoid thoughts you get about your neighbor sometimes what if you were right right you know and I think that's that, the that would have played to me better if their their protagonist actually worked as an audience surrogate for me not right. a fucking like 90 year old man who i was like was trapped in an apartment with and just <laughs> wanted literally nothing to go right for him uh -huh. because he was insufferable so i think i think you're right that that's what the movie aims to be and probably played successfully at its time but for me now it's like no, I want him to be wrong because he sucks. And also, I have to listen to all his stupid theories and his stupid theories are stupid. And I just want him to be fucking wrong because I'm sick of hearing his sh dumb shit. Like, yeah. Like, I think that that... Yeah, I think you're right that that's down to your reaction to him. Right. I, th like, I honestly was thinking, I was like, I wonder if the movie would be more interesting to me or play better in a modern sense. Just take the protagonist out of it almost and then i just realized like as we're talking about that's kind of what you get with like um like a her story or uh uh a lost phone simulacra like th those like i found somebody's phone and or yeah. computer games it's essentially the modern version of rear window except you have the benefit of the player is the person right with the perspective it's essentially essentially like switching to more of a found footage type of right uh, but i think found footage actually doesn't capture it the way that a, uh uh the games tend to because a found footage implies that somebody found somebody else found the footage you're just you just somehow have acquired all of it 
Um, with the exception of like Marble Hornets, where all the videos are uploaded right. individually. Um, so you, you're kind of still responsible for collecting the pieces together. Mm. Um, but like, right? There's a meta story that you have to solve. About right. That yeah. The Which perspective I, I think, is what I mean. Like, right. The, I think the uh, the the jumping to conclusions, like, is he a killer? Is he not a killer? Who's the killer? Is she fine? I think that works when you let the audience just make those, either make those assumptions or those. Or, or not make those assumptions on their own, and you don't have mm. someone else sitting next to them telling them what they should be thinking about the situation. Because, um, like, it, it it probably totally did work well, in the past. Sure. We do see some things that he doesn't see. Right, I noticed you know, that, so like, like, once we, or twice. We and... are, you're right, like, you know, like, he, he has his opinion, but I don't think that that means that the audience isn't supposed to have their own opinion i no, think he, I know, like, he's a point I, of view character but like no but it, it's just a, it, it's it creates the nature of a thriller obviously you try to connect your own dots yeah i think it's it's more that it's just like it's imagine how fun it is playing her story with someone else sitting next to you and talking sure, sure, sure. about it well, it's just yeah, not it's just less fun that's not built for that no right but like but like you know i think i think part of this is again the nature of a, a thriller like it's always more interesting when you have your own like I, I think one of the things that like frustrates me the most about thrillers is when the you know is when the hero is given some sort of external knowledge that we're not right like right. that's the most frustrating thing because it's like well fuck off I wanted to figure it out like you right. know like yeah. in, in whether that's book or comic book or movie or whatever form that's frustrating yeah, as hell. Only so this like, block of London has this kind of dirt in right, it. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, no, I, I definitely agree. And there is none of that in this movie, which is a strength. Right. I right. do think, uh, generally, uh, you could argue it makes the care, the characters more boring in thrillers, but I think this, a strength of modern thrillers have, over this is that they they the protagonist kind of is just a mouthpiece for questions not theories right, right. um i think that works better where it's like you know they're like uh like seven maybe or like different detective stories yeah they're coming to conclusions eventually but i think they work better if they're primarily just asking the right questions to get information mm. so they're they're the resource of like collecting information that we can't we can't access those you know banks of information but once we have the information in theory we can connect the dots equally right. uh to uh, or as well as the protagonist which i think is not what this one does it does that a little bit through the actual detective character but then also the he keeps saying his own theories to justify the evidence. Like the once the detective has shown up like two times, it's very apparent that he's just like, "Well, I have a theory that can justify that evidence that doesn't support my original theory or contradicts it." Well, it's like, yeah, his, which his... is fine. Like it's fine for a character piece. I just happen to not like the character, so right, right, and, like, and really the detectives. 
like ex- like the reason for his character existing is to increase the paranoia. Mm-hmm. Did he do it or did he not? Am I imagining it? Am I you know just letting my imagination get away with me because I'm super bored? Feeling, mm-hmm. which I think is the the thing that I like so much about this film is that getting into that. I think that a thing, uh, uh, like a thing, kind of, uh, or like a fun, like. Because this is because this movie is such a classic. I don't think you can remake it in a traditional film media. I think if you're going to remake it, you had to you would have to do something. Tell that to Buff. No. Uh, well, I mean, it's not called Rear Window for a nah, reason. Yeah. I think you would have to do something like clever in in the way that I think like a game could maybe remake oh, it better totally. than a movie. I really want to see like a not like a it, it's uh, like a. Uh, her story slash spy party mm-hmm. like combo uh, rear window game. Like I think it'd be interesting because also it'd be interesting to. I mean, it's essentially like if it was a game. I think you'd have to transform it a little bit more into more of a whodunit. But like, mm-hmm. it would be really fascinating to try and watch it. You know, these different characters and their routines, and then you know, try and figure out you know through. Just right. that kind of a storytelling, you know, just voyeurism and watching, like, try to to put the clues together right. and stuff. The, like, that would be really fun. The thing I was going to say is, I th- if you want to go not with that aspect of the movie, but the, is this character losing it, or is he onto something? I think it would be kind of interesting to do the story as a audio drama podcast where you're only perceiving the phone conversations between the main guy and the detective friend. So you Mm. get to have him saying these theories and what he's seen to support them. And then you have the detective poking holes in it. And then you have the the main guy trying to rebut the detective guy. I think that would be an interesting translation of the, like, is this guy going crazy or not? aspect by kind of sh- splitting the the protagonist role between two people more so it's kind of like is this guy right or is this guy right like that becomes uh-huh. the uh, kind of simplification of the mystery um because yeah I think it, it's a movie that does a lot of cool things but also in the similar to the like you know watching aliens after you've played halo for years thing it totally, doesn't totally. feel you don't f- feel it this for, is like it, it's innovative for its time i i feel like if there was a rating system called uh would i show this to ryan mm. this would be a no yeah like i i, I agree with that i but. think there's a lot here i i think the whole package you can pass it at this point unless I think there's a ton of value in doing an autopsy on the movie to leverage different ideas for different things. Right. Yeah, exactly. I, th- yeah. I think it is yeah. a very, very good source of inspiration for different things. I wouldn't be surprised if Sam Barlow was like, oh yeah, I definitely was thinking about Rear Window when I was making her story or something like that. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I definitely, I really like the way, like I said, the atmosphere of the 
like, are you, am I crazy or not? I, I, you know, am I going paranoid if I, whatever. I think also, uh, the, I think that this movie has a very unique, uh, like, sense of helplessness, you know, that, uh, is a lot of fun, like. Yeah, but uh, it, it is kind of surprising, because, like I said, I, I came into this remembering the Treehouse of Horror episode first. Uh-huh. I, I was surprised by how little that played into it. You know, there wasn't a sure. lot of like, well, I'm in a cast, so I'm completely helpless, except for the five minutes. I was like, this is what I thought the whole movie was going to be. I thought it um, was, I, I, I actually found it more like, yeah, it's near the end that this happens, but like, I found it more suspenseful than I remembered when he's watching, uh, Lisa, uh, <laughs> like, go into the, like, the thing. Even to the point where I was, like, she was, like, climbing over the fire escape to, like, lean over to a different window to get in. And I was, like, in fucking heels in a dress? You're, like, you're gonna fall and die! Like, I, yeah. was, I was, like, nerve-wracked just by, you know, the mechanics of getting into that window. <laughs> and, like, you know, and then everything else, like, is, is kept stepping it up, like, um, which I think is a, a cool, you know, uh, it was a cool way to do all that, uh, which I liked. And I liked that, you know, he didn't save anybody or anything, you know, like really, like, you know, he called the cops. <laughs> that was, yeah. you know, his, his, you know, his contribution, which I thought was, uh, Cool. And yeah, oh, so that reminds me, I thought this was, like, it almost worked, but then it did not, like, redeem the guy. Like, because I believe the character's arc is supposed to be, like, oh, he doesn't want to sell down and or marry this woman who loves him because he doesn't think she can handle, like, his, like, adventurousness as a oh. photographer. But then he, you could say that he, like, learned he was wrong by, like, how much she went along and was very proactive in, in the actual investigation of this and put herself in danger and stuff. Uh, but, like, that was me, like, looking for an arc. And I don't think there's well, enough. That one, I think that one's pretty self-evident. I would have I liked think it's if anything. It's it's the part where it's like I don't think I got to actually see him. Like I like the events of the movie prove him wrong. I do not know that I got to see him. Sure. Be yeah. cognizant of that he was proven wrong. Like for all I yeah. know, he's like, anyways, my leg is better, and I can't marry you yet because I'm right. a fucking idiot. I think it would have been helpful to have some sort of coda at the end of. Not, you know, I think even not just like, oh, you're adventurous enough for me to marry, but also, right. you know, like, maybe there's enough adventure in New York for me to also stay here or, you know, like, right. you know, or like I'm maybe is uh, just seeking adventure is like over, overstated, like so, some series right. of like, like the, yeah, the, okay, I can. The, like, yeah, because it, it's like the, especially because his that aspect of his character is, like, so... And again, this might be just a time thing or a this-is-who-Hitchcock-is thing. That at, that aspect of the character in the beginning is so 
rooted in sexism that not getting to see him, like, see the light bulb go off in his head of like, oh, fuck, I was really wrong. Not just about her, but probably about women in general. I have grown <laughs> as a person. Like, yeah, you needed that for this for the character aspect to work and feel redemptive in any way, instead of just like, fuck, sure. I'm so glad I'm done with deal <laughs> sitting next to this guy. And I and I think that that's like, again, I, I, I think I agree with you. I think that that's what the ending pan coda was meant to you know right. that it's, was it's the wrapping up of be... everybody right but like yeah. I and like I, I accept it as meaning to be that and I agree that it would be nice to get a little bit more of a explicit right. version this is me yeah but, like there is enough in the movie to like make sense of everything uh but it's not to like uh the you last know, pan and shot, like, yeah, like you, you remember, everybody. Like, it, you know, it goes through Lonely yeah, Hearts like, with the, the, the songwriter. It goes through, like, the uh, guy coming back from the army, I guess, for the ballerina, whatever, like, you know, all that stuff. Yeah, it's just, it's one of those things where you, one, can justify it, but it feels like that work is being done by the audience, not by the film. You know, like, do you remember when we were arguing once in college about why the silence in Doctor Who wore suits? And there was, like, maybe it does or does, like, either they're emulating, like, FBI fashion or actually they're inspiring FBI fashion. That's where it came from. I was like, cool, that's not in the show. Why do they wear suits? <laughs> you know, it's just like, sure. it's not yeah. there. Yeah. You can you can come and, up with an those answer. Things, those things like certainly their importance to answer them within the medium, you know, changes with how important they are because it like doesn't matter why those silence wear suits, but it right. also it matters more that this character arc is solved on this guy. Right. But I, I think get, and I I, just, that's where I am still applying. Like okay, it's like we're not going to get him. To just being like, I was wrong about dames. <laughs> they're, yeah. They're swell. Like, you know, we're just not going to get that in the future. So, like, I took it for the hint and the nudge that it was, you know? Like, yeah. That, and that was. Yeah. It just didn't you know. play like, um, like the perfect example uh, of something like that in my mind is always, uh, uh, the caretaker sprinting at the camera in Get Out, where it's like, that seems like it's only there to be creepy, but actually it makes perfect sense, and there's in-universe... Like, it's still on the artist to connect the dots, but you don't have to create the dots. The dots are there. <laughs> it, it quote-unquote, makes sense. There's a given sense. reason. Why the fuck is he being creepy it's, about it, it is, and running at yeah, you in the middle of the night? It's shot that way That's to weird, be creepy, but, like, but why you is know. he running at night? Yeah. The, the at-the-camera part is the... Well, the camera doesn't really exist, so that that part is just to be well, but creepy. But it's running at the character. I mean, you yeah, know, like, I'd have to rewatch a, it. He's he's being a weirdo, <laughs> yeah. like you know, which yeah, is but fine. we find out it's because but he's like, a, like not like spoilers for Get Out. He's like an at this point probably a a hundred and seven year old man <laughs> who used to be a track runner. So it's like, oh yeah, the fact that he's being a creepy weirdo and also running, yeah. it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, there there are a lot of things in this movie where 
I I think I, it's one of those like I think different either tightening or tweaking can make it. It's like so cl- because it's structurally decent. It's like a good foundation on a home. It's like yeah, everything's there. I mean, you definitely cannot live in this house in 2019. But like the foundation's so good that we could sure. probably fix this house up a bit with a little bit of work and still make a it a lot, really good house. I do think that, so like, uh, clarifying a little bit, I do think that a lot of the critiques with this movie, like, a lot of them are are specifically due to, to age, you know? And I think that's where it's like, okay, like, that's the easiest thing for me to... To right. forgive and still enjoy the movie. It, it's you know. just that that critique permeates a lot more things than just like, oh, the m- main character is sexist. It's like, yes, but also the sets look kind of weird. Sure. Yeah, yes, like cameras weren't good enough so that they, like, even the set design and structure feels a little like, you know, uh, Tim Burton y almost. Like, it, it adds a level of surrealness in a modern sense that it's almost like, um, like it feels like a stage projection a stage production adapted to film kind of thing where it's like sure you know, right. yeah it's very you have very, to use you have to use placeholder and symbols to represent a house or yeah, an it's apartment very theatric too i mean yeah. like it's in general it's, it's kind of it's kind of set design is all very theatric like you could exactly, see somebody yeah. putting on a a play version of this you know right like, yeah it feels like like, the sets feel like stage sets, which is, yes, it's a product of its time, but it's a separate thing than than the most obvious things that are, oh, it doesn't work because it's a product of its time kind of thing. Uh, so, yeah, like, I, I don't disagree with that thing. I think it's just a, like, you know, it's one rock hitting the windshield, but then it, like, cracks and splinters and touches a bunch of different things a little sure. bit uh, that make it... Like, I think there are areas where you could actually turn into that, though, to make it interesting. Like, uh, like I said, it, it fe- because of the nature of some of the characters and because of the, the way the sets actually look and, like, the color palette and stuff, it looks like a Hey Arnold thing. I think you could actually turn into that to play up the, like, surrealism and also make you question, like... Wait, so is this is it, did he kill someone? Did he not kill someone? Like I think making it more surreal could actually make that more interesting. Like there's there's so many different knobs and levers you could play with sure, with this sure. movie to make it that, that stuff totally would work as as like again a reinterpretation or adjustment <laughs> or like redoing of it. Again, I think I think also a lot of stuff like that again I think is is down to coming at this, like, the, the thing that Ryan would always say with stuff of, like, oh, this is the first time they did that, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know, and not not saying this is the first time that there was a thriller story, but, uh, but like, this, you know, for anything, it's like, oh, this is not the third spin on this idea that comes out of, you know, mm. doing this idea multiple times or whatever, you know, which is fun and awesome, but, I, you know, it's the first iteration of this in a in a big way on this format or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yep. um, yeah. And I, and I generally respect that, but I think by that nature, it create, I find it creates more opportunity 
than anything else. Mm-hmm. At least, at least seeing it, it currently now. Yesterday, it's like, ooh, yeah. there's so many things that I could have fun playing with. Right, but yeah, that which is it, awesome. Which is like, which great is good. It's not like I don't. But also, I can kind of get. I can. The movie doesn't need to be two hours long for me to get that. <laughs> I guess is what I mean. Like that's sure. that, that's the other sure. product of its time. The critique is like, it, there has to be a way yeah. to do this. With less but time, I also think one. I would say the value that this also has, and this is a, again a meta value, is like if you weren't bored while watching this, would you have thought of as many ways that you can spin it? Or like, mm-hmm. you know, I think there's value in going back to the going back to originals of stuff like this, where yeah, I, you know, I, to take inspiration of oh, nobody's ever spun it that way. Yes, I think like, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I definitely think there is value in watching this to certain people. Uh, <laughs> in many ways, except for because it is a pure, is an entertaining movie where you will be entertained, and then that's it. It's like that is probably like the fifth on the list in terms of reasons to watch this. I think uh, it, I think it depends is because on because Grant made you for a podcast. I, I think that uh, a lot of that that you just said depends a lot on a specific person's media literacy. I think that there's a lot. I would say if you can catch this earlier in your life or in your consumption of media, then probably for the better. Like uh, you know, that's what I did is I watched this when I was pretty young. You know, do, and do you I think not that, think that was you can helpful. find. A- different example like do you not think that you could have someone sit through this movie or sit through let's say three other more recent like uh like grandchildren of this movie that then teach the same ideas and also like have other modernization improvements that then make it like oh yeah no this is like, uh, for, for, like I, I a think, t- I'm thinking like a time investment thing almost. Like, I think yeah, you could sure. watch two shorter movies and get as much entertainment as you get out of this one movie. I almost think independent the, I, of your media I think, literacy. I think that I would, I would be hard pressed to find something that invokes the same atmosphere as this movie. Like, I keep coming back to that. Like, like so I didn't rewatch it this week, but mm-hmm. I did go back and look at a, a trailer or whatever for Disturbia, because I was like, oh yeah, like that's the remake, I want to see what they did to it. And I hadn't seen it since it came out. It is very different. Yes. Like, it is really, really action and horror heavy, and like I think it's a, it's a cool spin, but you would not get the same thing. No, that's from, fair. I you know get, what I mean? And I think that I'd be, I think it's with all these older movies, it is, it, you know, your mileage varies in certain like movies. Maybe you can just watch the modern, uh, like updates of them or whatever. Like, I certainly <laughs> think that that's possible, but I think that this movie does have some value that is a hard to find elsewhere. Um, I don't think that there's a ton of, Modern remakes that they hit all they the same like spots. The like same, I think you have to you yeah. have to search for a lot more movies, and then at that point it's like we'll just watch this two hour movie instead of yeah seven I, I, hours. It, of, depending you know, on what specifically you're trying to like, what specific elements you're trying to recapture. I just mean that like like you said, I don't think you are entertained for all two hours of this movie by any audience member. 
modern audience member. And from that angle alone, it's like I would be very specific about who I would recommend watching this to. It would be people like us who can think of, who can interpret a movie as Lego blocks that they can play with somewhere else, you know? Um, I think that's, I think that helps. And I do think that seeing it, maybe you could say when you don't know any better, you know, as a way of like, oh, you're just going to see this earlier mm-hmm. and you'll probably still be bored if you're too young. But like, if you're, you know, if, if you catch it, like I, I remember seeing this pretty early uh, and I feel like I enjoyed it. I may not have fully appreciated it, but it at least got me into like a decent feeling with it that I came back to it and, you know, got that mm-hmm. stuff out of it. Like, um, I think that there's a lot of like, it, it definitely, you have to be, I think that another part of it is like, I'm relatively, relatively well adjusted to watching old movies. Like mm-hmm. I've watched a lot of them and I sort of can get into that mode, right. Of like, yeah. okay, this is like a movie from the fifties or sixties or, or, you know, or earlier. And like, yeah, it's going to, be paced real different <laughs> and like and it's gonna feel real slow but i can get into a place where i can enjoy and appreciate it and not have that take me out of it too much mm-hmm. um but yeah i yeah i take this movie yeah that's fine i and i, and <laughs> I made fine. you watch it because i could yeah it was fine uh, <laughs> uh yeah i think Honestly, there's got to be like a super cut or something. Because <laughs> oh, like there was something, uh, yeah. There was there was a thing where like I didn't remember. Uh, <laughs> there's a joke, and I'm gonna tell it right now, but it's not gonna land because this is not how jokes work. But oh. <laughs> there, it just made me laugh my ass off, which was there's a really nonchalant joke where. Uh, he was asking the detective about, like, if any of their neighbors had seen her or whatever. And he's like, no, they kept to themselves, whatever. They didn't get to know him or the wife. And uh, <laughs> Jimmy Stewart just sort of, like, quietly under his breath is like, well, I think their time's run out for her or whatever. And it just made me laugh my ass off. It's just, like, a very, like, under-the-breath uh gallows humor that I enjoyed a lot. And I was like, oh, I didn't remember that this movie had any jokes at all. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, remake it where it's about someone who listens to too many true crime podcasts and they're totally. fucking yeah. wrong at the end. Yeah. There. yeah. That, that's how I would fix the make yeah. the movie better. Uh, also, okay, here's the thing uh, that actually really drove me nuts. Because there's two things I really hate. Like, as much as the, the, the suspense aspect of the girl going to the other side and investigating was great, once she got caught, there are two things that really I fucking hated. One was she, like, literally calls for him, and he's like, oh, no, no, be quiet. He'll, he'll see us. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like, your friend just got captured by the guy fucking scream or something like do something to help i know he already called the cops to try and like 
help or whatever. That the, that uh. line of like, no, 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 we still need to not be caught was like horseshit. Also, the fact that he is a photographer, he literally never takes any pictures the entire movie was so bizarre. <laughs> it seems it's so intentional. It seems like one of those things where they had like a really cool idea on the, like when they're at the drawing board and then for, and like implemented it, but forgot why they had that idea in the first place. Like what purpose it served. Cause the fact, if he's a fucking cameraman who could take pictures, he could take pictures of what it, the shit he's seeing for evidence to convince his cop friend. Sure. He could take pictures of the fact that he's now attacking his friend who, in, like, yes, she broke in, but if you have fic- pictures of this giant, like, beating her up, then that's going to help be evidence against him in the future, too. The fact that I'm pretty confident the entire film, he does not take a photo. Uh, he doesn't take a photo. Right, he uses his camera point. as a telescope. <laughs> he also he shows be- a photo that he had taken previously. And he uses his flash. Um, right. He does not take uh, a photo to gain evidence to help, su- to at, at a minimum, sup- like, reinforce, like, hey, I didn't just imagine, yes, what I'm seeing isn't proof, it's not an eyewitness, like, oh, I saw him do the though. murder. Cameras of the time, would they have worked at all in the dark? Because he has uh, well, giant he has, ass he, flash bulbs. And he also so he has, has a, to give away his a giant the, lens, though, like, what value with the lens, lens? But like, maybe right, the film the can't le- capture enough I light to see if anything. If the lens can see to that lit area, it should be able to capture the picture that is it is seeing. Well, to a lit area, sure. Right. But, which but is, but I mean, like, to all to like when he's in, spying on the guy. Like the guy's always in a lit. Well, the guy apartment. does a lot of. Well, the guy does a lot of stuff at like he night does and, one like, thing in the dark. Well, yeah, it's at night, but the guy's apartment is lit, or he's smoking a cigar at in the dark. Like those maybe, are the maybe maybe he ran out of film because he was got bored for those six weeks and just took all pictures of just stupid random shit. You know, and if didn't they have had any said film that, I would have <laughs> like I at least wouldn't be bitching know, about that now. But know, you got it. That's weird. It's odd because. At least you could corroborate your accounts to the detective. I'd be sure, like, sure. You know, he wouldn't oh, think shit, like, you know oh, you're, well, you didn't man, see a saw. You a, saw a giraffe. Like he does have the negative viewer thing, so he can't see it. I was gonna say he, he might need to like go to a dark room and to develop it, but he has yeah. a little Which, negative. Which honestly, viewer. that could have uh, made it more dynamic. You know, like if the guy moved around uh, ever. The uh, well, yeah, but that was kind of the point. Right. I, I think it's that. either like either have him move around so I understand it's more of a like character piece and the character feels more engaging, or make the character shut up so I don't have to be annoyed with sitting next sure. to him while I per, uh, am the the person spectating on his neighbors. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I, I think that a lot of that comes down to like you don't like like. Jimmy Stewart from the fifties, which is fine, right? right. You know, but I don't think but like, I, 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 I. You know that it's not a like that's not a, that's not a like like the film didn't have that problem for at the time de- sure. decades, right? You know what I mean? That's yeah. why I'm like, eh, yeah, well, I'll let it go because like I, I can easily enough get into the mindset of what it wants me to do. Okay. Sure, um, I'm just saying. Like, I don't know it's that another, that's a it's another film thing criticism that makes... versus a societal criticism. You could make the character. I think 
independent of the time period, there is a lot of room to make the character affable. That is, that could, sure. like, that I think is like, yes, the 1950s make him worse, but like. I thought he was. I don't, he, I don't he, think a person in the, in the audience likes him. I think they, fe- they either like, oh yeah, he's fine or whatever. Like he's a guy in a rut, so I don't, and I don't think and he is like certainly in the. I wouldn't say that you're supposed to actively dislike him. Right. I think you're supposed to be like, ah, oh, he's in a rut, and he needs some of the something needs to happen to change. He has an arc to go through, but you know, I, I don't think it would cause a problem. Right. Which a, I think that would have worked if the arc has an end point. That's probably the more valid, like, filmy criticism is, like... Yeah, no, I agree with that. His art does not... More of a specific coda. Um, But, um, you know what's interesting? I had always in my head when I replayed, like, the ending of this movie, I always had inserted the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like take a picture sound effect. Oh, really? When, when like, he's using the flash bulbs to, to uh, like, I, I just, not exactly that, but something like that, mm-hmm. you know, like, and it, it's, a, I was like, wow, this is like a really silent scene. Like, yeah. you know, I was taken aback just because I'd always kind of had that memory of, like, a big, you know, you know, yeah. whatever the hell that sound is. Yep, uh, cash um, register it's opening. A big ass camera uh but yeah um cool let's see if cool. there's anything else i think that's it right yeah. anything else yeah uh oh quick question okay what other hitchcock movies have you watched i'm, not gonna, I'm qu- not gonna make you watch more of them. I just, that's I just a good curious. question i like, believe i've seen like so like the ones that come to mind, but I can't remember if I've seen all of them, are Bird, Psycho, and North by Northwest. But I can't say, okay. like, oh, I've sat down and watched them beginning to end. Uh-huh. Um, and I will say, I, I know everybody, like, I know how important Psycho is. I think the Psycho franchise is actually very interesting over just the f- individual film. Uh, so, there's that. I watched a video Psycho's- of... There's like four but, Psycho movies and on t- and the show, <laughs> which I have not watched the show uh-huh. yet. But it's like it's interesting that that character and that actor comes back for three more movies, and we don't talk about it enough. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. Well, one of them was that weird shot for shot remake uh, that was like literally shot for shot for no reason. Oh yeah, I'm not talking uh, about that. I'm but talking, uh, the the remake I don't care about, but there's also three Psycho movies where it's the same actor playing the same role for all three. Um, cool. Well, yep. uh, I think then they'll do it. Oh, yep. I really wanted to quickly say my said who done it. In fact, I, I wanted to just mention one of the things I'm excited for is coming out this year is Ryan Johnson is making a whodunit oh, movie yeah, called Knives Out, which looks like it'll be fun and goofy and kind of, it feels kind of like if Ryan Johnson was making a little bit more of like a Soderbergh-like type movie, like it feels a little bit 
like Logan Lucky ish, not just because oh, Daniel yeah, Craig's yeah. in it, but like you know, it kind of feels like it pushed a little bit yeah, into that. I would kind say of it's a little realm. glossier, but, but in terms of like characters and stuff, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, but I'm interested in that. See, so it'd be interesting. Yeah. Um. Cool. Well, that's all I got. Yep. Well, cool. Uh, wanna, <laughs> wanna thank Brenna for our awesome artwork. Yep. Thank Dave for editing yeah. and theme music. And if you wanna hit us up, talk about any of this, uh, you can comment on SoundCloud. Yeah. Peace.